Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, this is Marcianne, and this week we have all been asked as a nation by our president to ask God for a new heart, a heart of flesh, and to have our stony heart regarding racism taken out and a new heart of loving and being loved put in. So... I decided to look in my heart and see what part of my heart had racism in it. And I have to admit that I do have opinions about racism. First of all, it's impossible to be a racist because we are all humans. There there aren't any different races. There's just one race. <laughs> it's the human race. Now, in the human race, there are many, many diversities, many types of shapes of eyes, many colors of hair, different shades of skin. Actually, there are millions and millions of different kinds of humans because there are no two alike. But the human race does have things in common. I mean, the human has a spine and stands upright on two feet with a 20-pound head at the top of the spine that has a brain. And the human also has two arms with hands at the end of them. And this human can use his brain to decide whether his two hands are going to hold the baby and cuddle the baby and rock the baby, love the baby, or whether his two hands are going to help a fellow human carry his groceries from the car to the house or whether he's going to put a gun in his hand and kill someone. It really doesn't matter what shape the eyes are or what color the hair is or what shade the skin is. The choice to use the hands is made in the, in the brain of the human before they actually do what they're going to do. You know, Jesus said, you you say we need to punish the murderer, but I say unto you, if you even have a thought of killing another person, you have already killed them in your heart. So let's look at the rest of this human race. We have a heart. And actually, you know, there's another brain in our heart. And I think this is what President Obama is talking about when he says 
we need to ask for a new heart. We need to recalibrate the brain in our heart because it's in the heart where we experience love or not. Our brain and our head is just a collection of learned experiences. It's being programmed from the moment of inception of the egg and the sperm, keeping track of everything, cataloging it, filing all the experiences into a dualistic system that's based on light and dark, good or bad, fair or unfair, true or false, right or wrong, good or evil. And in this country, because of our Christian foundations, God and the devil. But the brain in our heart is connected to the spirit of God from whom our breath allows us to breathe the breath of life. As the heart pumps the blood, the lungs are able to breathe in and out. And the brain and the heart operates all the systems of the body, sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system, the circulatory and the elimination system, the lymphatic and the hormonal systems, all of the cellular functions, And the heart acts and reacts in emotions and feelings, and some of which are activated from the Akashic Record of timeless ages and some of which has been generated in this lifetime. The heart does not store bad stuff. It just shuts off. And when the heart shuts off, then we're hampered in being able to be a fully functioning member of the human race, regardless of the shape of our eyes or the color and the type of our hair or the shade of our skin. So that being said, now we can look at what is called racism because actually racism is our ability to see the differences between us as human beings. We can see that that human who stands before us has different shaped eyes. We can see that that human has a different shade of skin. We can see that that human is really, really fat. (laughs) And we can see that that human is dirty and unkept and stinks. We can see that human if it's in a uniform. And we can see that the human is a man or a woman in outward appearance, although sometimes it is hard to tell if the human is a man or a woman. We can see that the human is acting loving or is acting in a way that makes us feel afraid and we need to protect ourselves. This is racism. And this is the natural right of perception and selection. It is the absolute divine right of the human to assess the other human for the purposes of acting in the divine, in the right of divine will to make a choice. Now, in an organized society, there are acceptable rules and regulations. And if the human standing before you is in a police uniform and they tell you to stop or to pull over or to put your hands up or to lay down on the ground, 
then this is what you do. Because if you're an innocent person, our justice system says you are innocent until you are proven guilty. But if you know you're not innocent, and if you do not do what the human in the police uniform says, then you are subjecting yourself to the consequences of rebellion against the established rules and regulations of the organized society. I would ask you, why did you do what you did? Did you think you were going to get away with it? In every case where a black or a white human, by the way, ten times more white humans are killed by police than black humans, okay? And in every case where a black human has been killed by a police officer, the black human did not do what the police officer asked him to do. So if I was a black mother like Shatania Taylor in Dallas, Texas, I would not take my four boys to a protest march against police brutality because all that's going to do is to teach those boys that police hate black humans. I would take my four boys to the the police department there in Dallas to meet the police chief who happens to be a black human. And I would teach my boys that the police are their friends and that the police will protect them and help them in any way that they can. Now, whether this is totally true or not is not the point. Actually, it is mostly true because we're talking about thousands, hundreds of thousands of police officers out there every day, 24-7, protecting our neighborhoods and our cities and our nation. Maybe one, one human here and there acts beyond neutrality and oversteps his authority. But the point here is somewhere the tide needs to turn. I remember going to Mexico a number of years ago, and my daughter and I drove down there, and we came to this little town where we decided to spend the night. And along about dusk, all of a sudden, every corner in the town had a soldier standing on it with a machine gun. And we were scared. And we asked the manager of the hotel where we were staying, why were the soldiers there? And he just said, oh, to keep everybody safe but I don't recommend that you go out after dark. You know what? We don't have soldiers standing on the corners yet armed with machine guns. But if there isn't a change pretty soon, we will. And black humans have as much responsibility about changing things as white humans do. Protesting only promotes the divide. The energy of protesting can be transmuted into the energy of reconciliation. The energy of protesting can be used to become a black person whose life does contribute to the betterment of his community. And black people have got to quit teaching their children that police treat black people bad. A black person must start teaching their children that the police are on duty to protect us and to make it safe for everyone. And if a policeman tells you to do something, you do it. The way a policeman is your friend is to do what he says. You say, yes, sir, and you do what he says. 
because there's a good reason the policeman is asking you to do whatever it is he's asking you to do. And the reason concerns the safety of everyone. Well, I wondered what Jesus would have to say about all of this. So I asked him, and this is what he said. Virtues that are built on lies will always fail at the test of them. A virtue's power must be in truth. The value of a human being can only be measured by that single human being. We are our own judge, jury, and hangman. If you judge yourself inferior, you will be inferior. If you judge yourself as equal, you will be equal. I am not your judge. My father is not your judge. The power of judgment is in your own hands. Just as I took the power of death into my own hands and transformed it into eternal life for myself. I did not accept the judgment of the cross, nor the people who put me there. I saw beyond the circumstances of the cross. I knew that if I submitted to the circumstances of the cross, I would have failed the test, but I was in the truth of who I was. And in the virtuous power of the truth of who I was, I could take the circumstances into my own hands and change them so that the end result of the event was in my favor and I did not die. I went and liberated the souls who were waiting for me to pass my test, and then I took the elements of impending death and transmuted them into life and created an eternal body for my soul, which I am still in today, fulfilling my tasks that have been assigned to me for the benefit of all of the universe. I hear you say to me, but Jesus, you were God in the flesh, so of course you had the power to overcome your circumstances. My brothers and sisters, first of all, let me say that I can use my eternal body to appear in the flesh realm anytime I want to, and I have. And let me say to you that if I was there in the flesh in my eternal body right now, standing in front of each one of you personally, this is what I would say to you. You also are God in the flesh. Would you believe me? My friends, everything and everybody is God in the flesh. There is nothing in the material universe that is not God in the flesh. God said, let there be light And everything and everybody came out of the light. Our entire universe, as well as all of the other thousands and thousands of universes, have all come out of the light. Everything and everybody is of God in the material world. So I say to you again, you 
are God in the flesh. And I came to earth to show you what a God in the flesh is able to do. And you can do everything that I did, and you can do even greater things than I did, because you live at a different time than I did. I healed the sick. I multiplied food. I stopped the storm. I raised the dead. I could read men's hearts. I knew what they were thinking. I never advocated violence. I said to walk the second mile, turn the other cheek, pray for those who despitefully use and abuse you. As whatsoever you do to the least of my Father's creation, you do to me, but more importantly, you are doing violence yourself love one another forgive them their trespasses my way is the way of the cross and I did not die on the cross you never needed to be saved from anything you only need to realize who you are and when you know who you are and why you are here And what you're supposed to do, you can get on with your life. And no circumstance, not even death on a cross, will stop you. I have totally and completely overcome all circumstances that you could possibly face. And I overcame them because I knew that I was God in the flesh. And when you know the truth, the truth will set you free to be God in the flesh able to overcome and transmute all of your circumstances and you can begin to live in the kingdom of God now, today. If Jesus stood before you right now and said this to him, to you, would you believe him? Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. 
Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.